Hello, thanks for joining Your Body Advocate podcast. I am Ruth Cummings, your host, and today I have a fun interview with my friend Stephanie Zong. She is a brand storytelling coach and a human design expert, and we have some really fun conversations today. This is two parts, and today is part one, so please enjoy this really fun interview with Stephanie Zong. Let's take a deep breath to relax. Ready? All right, here we go. You're listening to Your Body Advocate, telling your body's side of the story. The podcast dedicated to supporting and improving your body-mind connection so you can live a pain-free, passion-filled life, dissolving one body tension at a time. Discover the healing properties of your own body language, and together, let's explore ways to support and improve essential self-talk. Now, here's your host, Master of Encouragement and Body-Mind Life Coach, Ruth Cummings. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Thanks for being here. We're here with my friend, Stephanie Zong. I'm going to read something about her, and then she's going to introduce herself some more. Stephanie is a storytelling coach, writer, and inclusion activist. She helps women, biopic and non-binary entrepreneurs and leaders turn their brilliance into a movement-worthy message that grows their visibility and impact. Stephanie, thank you for being here. Thanks, Ruth. I'm so excited for this conversation. It's been a long time coming. Yes, I'm, I'm so excited. We've been talking behind the scenes and, um, oh, I just can't wait. So I'm going to jump right in. So um, we our two businesses intersect in one area. So I'm going to ask you a very specific question. And how do you feel body language intersects between storytelling and being an advocate for your body? Such a juicy question. Um, and something that I've been on a journey, it's something that I didn't realize had a relationship to in the beginning. You're like, what does telling my story or presenting my brand have to do with my body have to do with my health and in these and one of the things that i have really learned as somebody who is here to support uh, women people of color people who don't fit the mold to be able to present the fullness of themselves in their business is that when we embody the wholeness of who we are we are healthy. And when we feel like we have to clip pieces of ourselves when we're working, when we're marketing our businesses, I have learned firsthand that it ends up affecting your body. And the stories that we tell ourselves as human beings, we, we were born with everything inside of us that was brilliant. You know, one of the things I I love to remember and share with my clients is that the very first thing we did as human beings was beat the odds. Just by breathing, we are a four million to one miracle. Hey, right there. <laughs> right? And there's so much. I know, I know, Ruth, the people who listen to your podcast and the people who work with you, they are tapping into all of this unlimited power in their body. And what I didn't realize because I was focusing most of my time around marketing, messaging, storytelling, is that when we hide, 
parts of ourselves in our marketing or when we hide if we are working and needing to fit the mold of an archetype of a certain kind of leader or when somebody else maybe it's a coach on an athlete you know if you're an athlete and the coach is telling you you're this kind of athlete and then we cut off this brilliance that's somewhere else because we have adopted somebody else's story of our worth it led in my journey to back pain it has led to some to throat issues laryngitis throat cancer for some of my clients who were high profile people speaking on stages but were hiding a very important part of themselves and then it was literally the moment when the doctor says you are not allowed to use your voice anymore for an x amount of time and then they got within themselves we realize we have to be able to believe and express a story consciously that helps our unconscious body to say, yes, we are on the same team. I love that on the same team, you, you, you and I have talked about this a lot and absolutely the throat is the, the bottleneck of communication. We hear what we need to hear or don't. And we say what we need to say or don't, and it gets stuck. And I've had severe throat and neck issues in my life. And I always have to wear, you'll see, I'm always wearing a, a hoodie. My neck is covered because if it gets cold, I'm in pain for hours. And that has come from not being authentic, not saying what I need to say, not saying my love for people, not saying my anger towards people, not standing up for myself, not standing up for others. And then getting that pain in my body, like, oh, I should have. And that's exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing. One of, one of the many reasons. And I, it's just so exciting to be able to help these powerful women leaders that we know, you and I know, to really look at their body stopping their authentic power of how they can lead and really change the world. And um, I just, yeah, so seeing the word body language, everybody sees that in a different manner. And to have that in branding, to have that in your story, what stories are you leaving behind? And, you know, for, for those in the audience that don't really know what a, what a brand is or a storytelling coach. Let's, we didn't even introduce you. I, I jumped right in, but yeah. Tell me more about that for those who might uh, need a, a little uh, idea on what that is. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's the brand is an often misunderstood term and in people who are experts in the field will, you know, say it's one thing, but I'm going to tell you it's a lot more expansive than what we generally receive, you know, believe. So brands, maybe traditionally we think about as a logo or a tagline or a certain look or style. And those things are part of it. But what those things really are, what your brand is as an individual, as a business owner, uh, as honestly, in this day and age, your brand is, it's your ethos. It's your beliefs. It's the way people experience you and how you want to be creating experiences for others. And so as a coach, there may be millions of people out there who are coaches, but there's only one you. And when people experience how you coach, that is a different experience than another coach. And when you can articulate that into words, what that magic is, 
that is the multi-dimension of you, that's, that's the brand. And when people experience what you say, then that leads to alignment and integrity and people wanting to come back for more. And so the brand is really, uh, it is the, your identity, but being able to articulate that through who you are, how you serve, what your products and services are, and that ethos and experience and the emotion that people feel when they work with you and associate with you. That is what brand really is. I love that. I've been working with you for a while and I've just, the, the layers where I thought I knew what I was doing and how I was helping people, but it just wasn't deep enough. And it's really been so eye-opening and authenticity opening, really like, okay, this, yes. is what, this is what I'm doing. This is, and it just feels so freeing. So any of you out there who are like, I have a story to tell, but I don't really know you know how that's what this is. That's what Stephanie's talking about and that it does involve your body. And if your body is stuck in some way, how do you know, you know, because you're trying to say something and it feels like there's a frog in your throat that's been said for centuries, right? Or wow, that's really hard to swallow. If it's really hard to swallow in your life, you're actually probably not digesting it either. What's going on in your gut? Are you having problems down there too? And then that can go to uh, lower back pain, and mid-back pain. I was just gonna share one thing that um, came up. When we talk about storytelling and our story, we, uh, one of the, it's the most, it's the most important form of communication we have if we want to reach goals or make an impact in the world because as human beings, we are meaning makers it's what's different about us versus any other living creature is we make meanings. And so when you can tell a story or stories about what you do and what's different in a way that really reaches somebody else, now you can really influence people. And the best way to do that is to start by understanding who you are. And one of the things you said, Ruth, about how we, we can activate so much power in our bodies. What I see is our body, to make that impact, you said our bodies have all this power, so do our words, so do our language, and we need both. You need both to be able to really operate at that peak performance and do it in a way that is sustainable body, mind, and spirit in the long run. And will ultimately make a bigger impact too. That's what I've learned. It's very counterintuitive, but it's also really effective and true when we're really willing to share. Some of the things that we're hiding are actually some of the things that would propel us forward and actually create a bigger movement if we were willing to share them. Yes, yes. It's interesting because you say that, you know, it's counterintuitive. And I think that's, I was going to, say, no, it's not counterintuitive, but I just got through burnout and you just got through burnout. Yes. (laughs) When um, you're high impact people, it can happen sometimes. Right. And it's, you know, it's easy to, to think it's not, not going to happen to me. I can deal with this. I can get through with this without, you know, growling. Um, And it's just not true. Like 
the body is so involved. It's so funny that I do this for a living yet, you know, I'm dragging my body behind me um, saying, wait, you need sleep? No, you need food. What are you talking about? Come on. And um, so I, I don't know if you have that experience, but I definitely can uh, coach and, and say words, but I, I don't follow them all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And this is why I'm so passionate about the idea of having a brand story for ourselves, a personal story platform we stand on that has the bedrock of who we are, what our values are, what our mission is that we want to do in the world. It keeps us tethered to those things on the daily because you're so right, Ruth. We are distracted every single day day with messaging that's coming from the outside. One of the marketing associations has said we are literally exposed to 40,000 marketing messages a year, 40,000. So think about that. No wonder it's so easy for us to lose our own voice or lose our own message in that when there is such a tsunami of external messages trying to tell us you're not enough, you should do it this way. You should position yourself like this, right? And that we only Absolutely. present the LinkedIn profile version of who we are. Right. Instagram. <laughs> or the Instagram version of who we are, the 30-second version. And yet there is so much juicy gold that we haven't even tapped. And that's the part that I love so much because if we can – take time to expand into the capacity, you know, the, the, the gold of our whole multi-dimensional story, and then tease out and distill some of these stories that were under the surface that could really activate your community, that could really influence people, that could really help you define the kind of authentic leadership or ideas you're willing to put out there, you will actually have more energy the story will become physical and spiritual fuel for you. I love this. And for those listening, um, how can they do this? You have several classes and, and things that you, but that you uh, offer, but what else, how, how could they start slowly? Cause I know some people are going to go, I want that. And it yes. just seems so far away. Like it's impossible. Like it takes so much work and it really doesn't. So how do you, how would you tell them to start? So the first place to start is um, is to realize you could take out a piece of paper and just start by saying to yourself, I am bigger than my resume and my story is the combination of four things and you can start to list out each of these. The first one is your natural born talents that you were gifted. Nice. The second one is your culture ad and your identity. So for example, Ruth, I know that you've been a drummer, right? Places, right. You, places <laughs> you have lived, whether your family background and values and things that your family taught you that are the bedrock of who you are. So one of the things we, t we spend too much time on being a culture fit and we don't realize how can I be a culture ad? Right? How does being the oldest, the oldest kid in my family, how did that tie into how I became, you know, how did that add value to how, who I am as a leader? You know? So it's wow. writing down a lot of the cultural things about, 
about your identity and saying that these things also have hidden value. The third category is your life experience. Okay. And then the last, which is the one that we spend all our time on, but is only one fourth of the story, is our <laughs> education and our professional experience. So if we just begin by saying today that my full value that I bring to the table comes from this unique combination that nobody else in the world has, which is my natural born gifts, my identity and cultural rich ad, my personal experiences, the ones that shaped me, the ones that built resilience, those are the ones I would start with, and my professional experience. And when I start to share those pieces more, you will eliminate competition because nobody has that combination in the world. So you can just start by brainstorming maybe the top three things in each of those categories. I love that because, you know, we've been taught as coaches to become the category of one. And this <laughs> yeah. creates that, right? Like, because we, there's no way all of us were so unique and it's the uniqueness that people want to work with. And that's what we hide from when you go and you want to say, all right, I'm, I'm going to niche down, but I want to work with, you know, all women. So that's, you know, only half the, half the, uh, the world. Right. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that's enough of a niche. And it's just not. And there are, there are specific things that I'm learning about myself that uh, speak to others and uh, in a very specific level. And it's so I've been hiding that because I didn't think it was important and it's so important. And it really, it, it uh, helps me speak to them and listen to them in such a more powerful manner. And um, I, I love all these, the four things, natural born talents, culture, ad, life experiences, education, and professional experiences. You know, Stephanie, I also wanted to add, you know, tell you that during culture ad, let's say that someone is a firstborn, there are parts of their body that are different that are going to hold things differently than the youngest or the middleborn, and I think that's um, that's something I really haven't uh, talked much about, but I'm about to because there are people I can tell that they're a firstborn because of the way their body is and the way they respond to things, and um, then the other like the lastborn usually has this really intense um, the feeling around fairness and. So that's another one, but I, I just think that's funny because mm -hmm. it matters here too. And I love how you say culture ad because we all fit into the culture. I'm the oldest, so I have to do this. I'm the youngest, so I have to do this. You know, um, I'm a I'm a soccer player, so I can't play tennis. I'm a football player, so you know, I don't, I don't, um, I don't play soccer. <laughs> all these little isms that we, you know, have been told and. Um, I think that you're right on track here on how to tease. I like that, how you say that also, how to tease out these very important nuggets of information about who we are that can help those we're working with. Yes, absolutely. And so the first thing we do is that we just make a little time to start exploring those three parts of us that we haven't been taught to do and we haven't been taught we're valuable, but in fact are huge assets. I'll just give one example just to really kind of make it concrete for people. So folks may remember two years ago, there was a young woman named Greta Thunberg in Europe who 
was an environmentalist who was a teenager, not even a teen, younger. And she decided she was going to set sail across the country. And she basically became this global advocate for the planet. And our president at the time actually tweeted out at her and started to bully her for having Asperger's syndrome. Hmm. Do you know what she did when we talk about your brand and owning your story? She tweeted back and said, thank you for acknowledging the Asperger's syndrome. Uh, my Asperger's because that is one of the superpowers that makes it possible for me to do what I'm doing now because people with Asperger's have a single-minded focus and they don't turn away easily. So she actually understood that she was turning that piece of her into a superpower. And we Love have that. lots of hidden superpowers <laughs> if right. we started to just write them down that we may be doing in a nonverbal way, we may be doing it when we are, when we're working with people and not aware that, but when you can activate and define that and say, oh, this is one of the way, one of the reasons why as a coach, I'm able to deliver all of this extra. Because as an oldest child and someone who had to take care of the family at a young age or X, Y, and Z, right? Like it, affect, it affects you. So. Thinking about how those pieces of you have in fact given you superpowers is what is the next question you can ask yourself to help you define how your brand is unrivaled and how your life experience and those parts of you in fact really help to enhance the experience you provide for other people. And maybe the vision you have and the thought leadership you have that you bring to the world because it affects your worldview too, right? Yes, right. I was going to mention that like if you have, like we have these superpowers that we don't notice as superpowers because it's so easy for us. Like for me, noticing what happens in the body, it didn't seem like a superpower because it seemed like everybody knew that. And someone who is really good at math, like my brother, you know, he didn't realize that telling me the algorithm of how the cornfields were lined up while we're driving past them at 10 years old made no sense to me. But for him, he's like, what? Just it's like this. And where that just it, it meshes in their mind, it meshes in my mind, it meshes in yours. And it is a, a superpower that we ignore. And I think um, I've been asked this before, and I know you're you have this question more often than I do is well, how do I know it's a superpower? And it's interesting because it's hard to, to go back into your own life and say, that's what I'm good at because we just keep assuming that it's easy and that everybody can do it. If you're a really good cook, it's easy to think that everybody should be able to cook that like this. It's easy. Why, why, why are you having a problem with this? You just put a sprinkle here, sprinkle there, and you're good. And for me, I'm like, uh, what? So, you know, so how, how would you answer that if someone's saying, gosh, well, I don't know, I don't have any superpowers. <laughs> That's a fantastic question. And you started to answer it there too, Ruth, right? Because yes. I would start by writing down all the things that come so easy to you that are things that light you up, you enjoy doing them, and it's, it's so natural and maybe almost effortless. I would actually write those things down first and you can check in with friends or clients or family members about it. One of the things about understanding our story is it's very difficult for us to see the full picture 
from inside the picture frame. Right. And that's why having a village around you to help you fill in all of those dimensions is so useful. To your point, my best friend of 35 years, she had, she is an, so she has a green energy consulting firm and she has done phenomenal or like global impact stuff when it comes to green energy. She's a force of nature. She had hired me three different times to develop story-based marketing and presentations for her company for different groups who didn't understand the science, but you want to turn it into a dinner table conversation. Right. Yeah. That's and what, important. Right. And that's important. How yep, do you turn your knowledge too. into a dinner table conversation? Well, you tell a story. And I remember one day when I was telling her, when I was just starting to think about turning this into my exclusive business, like step away from things like the soup to nuts marketing and just go all in on the storytelling. And I was having doubts. And she said, Stephanie, you don't realize because it's so easy to you how to find the story in somebody else's message. You don't realize exactly how rare that is or how important that is. So I give yeah. that as one example to all of you who are listening to just unravel the assumption that what you do easily doesn't have value. And let's just flip it and say, what if it doesn't come easy to others? And let me find out, does it come easy to others or not? Whether you work with a coach or whether you ask your clients or whether you ask family members what you are good at and you could even share that thing about the cooking and then they would say you know you're the only person i know who can eat something in a restaurant and then pick it apart and literally recreate the recipe without the recipe right like and you would be like i had no idea that had value <laughs> to your right. example but we need to be able to engage other people to help us see ourselves whether it's a storytelling coach or people around you who you know, they see and recognize your gifts. Whether they've ever said that to you or not, use them as your first, your first group, your first village to help you reflect back to you what those superpowers are. Yes, I, I agree. I, you know, I wasn't doing that. And I, I've learned that this year is to ask those closest to me or the the people in my, in my small groups to say, Hey, what, what am I doing? Well, and was so shocked, like, really? And so I think it's, it's so important and it's easy not to do. I think it's easy to yeah. avoid those people and those questions. I think I, one of the reasons I didn't, I was thought I was being a nuisance. Another thing is I'm afraid of what they're going to say. And, you know, either good and bad, like, wow, I'm really right. good at that. Or, you know, there's nothing you're good at. Oh, and, you know, it's just kind of funny the way I think um, we all learn to communicate or to, again, avoid our power by avoid our power. Yeah, yes. Avoiding it just. Ah. And I'm I'm learning in myself and then hoping to show others, you know, how to do that. Well, Stephanie, how would someone work with you? Like, what does that look like? And how do they get a hold of you? And how, yeah, how can they start up a conversation with you? 
Yeah. So, well, if the idea of really stepping into your power with your story, with your true story excites you, I would love to connect with you. So the best place to go is to visit me at my website, stephaniezong.com. And I have a free video training called Brilliantly You that you can sign up for. And it's six steps to uncovering your unique and irresistible brand story. So it will give you the framework that I use when I am coaching clients in my group program. I have a group program called Own Your Message and we walk through this journey together for a tw over a 12 week period to, so that you can mine the gold of your story, bring them all to the surface, find the, the cross-cutting themes that are in there that is the hidden combo magic you have and turn it into a narrative that first lights your bones up and then therefore will um, excite everybody else in your community. I love it. And, you know, audience, I do work with Stephanie and I'm getting ready to be into the own your message uh, group coaching with her. And I highly recommend this. So yeah, Stephanie, if, if for the, those out there that, that are, this is exciting and they want to start their own business, but they haven't yet. They don't know if they have what it takes, the power it takes, the courage it takes, the story it takes to do this kind of work or any type of work that changes the world, even if it's their little world. What would you what would you say say to them? Mm, that's such a good question. So I think it's important, regardless if if you're starting a business or you're stepping out in your career, that you that it's important for you to own the true value of your story no matter what. And so one of the ways, one of the things that, the three things that I would recommend that you do are to define for yourself what is your personal mission in life. Nice. What is, have a personal mission statement. They're not just reserved for companies. There are really, really powerful foundations for individuals when you're, when you are looking to make a difference, you know, in your work. The second one is to create a vision, vision for your life or a vision for the world around you. What do you want to be different because you were here? And a question that I like to ask folks to take a, take a 15 minute timer, set a timer and for 15 minutes, just answer this question. Imagine yourself at 80 years old and seeing what's different about the world because you were here. What do you see? And use that to help you find the big themes in your life that you want to be doing as a result of you being in the world. I love that. And then the third piece is if you are ready to go on this venture as a new founder and you're looking for clarity. This is all about crystallizing and getting clear. We just don't make time for it. And I realize that that's really to our own detriment. Because like I said, imagine there's 40,000 messages out there trying to tell you who you are, what you should do. And so if you don't make a cocoon for yourself to define that for yourself, you're going to be like a reed in the wind blowing back and forth depending upon who is talking to you at that certain time. Um, so I also have an online course called Own Your Message. It's self-paced and it's really designed for new founders, career changers 
who are looking to look within to help them define what that mission is. Love that. So we have, we're going to have everybody, we have all these links down below. And I just want to give a little caveat. If you go to the show notes and you're on my website, those won't link. I'm going to try to change that so you can actually copy and paste. But when you go to Apple podcasts, to Spotify, to Google podcasts, et cetera, all the ones that you can link to, then those links are live. I had that question. Just want to just point that out. Stephanie, these are such, such great gems for everybody. Would it be okay if we do another, um, another um, podcast sometime? Would you be willing to come on again? Absolutely. I, <laughs> what I realized that we talked, we went so rich on the brand and I was thinking, oh my gosh, the other side is this human design right. piece in terms of helping to uncover our purpose and, and, to unlock some of those when we said natural talents guess right. what everybody there are hidden talents that we didn't even know we had and so we know they're what the conscious ones and the unconscious so i would love to be back for that too that'd be great yeah this has been a really fun conversation and i can't believe it went so fast but i also want to ask you what i like to ask everybody is where do you think that we find god in our body so I find God in my heart. And we just, in talking about um, a love of human design, I have learned that each person has a specific energetic center in our body where we will hear that knowing the most. So for me, it's in the heart. For others, it can be in their gut. It can be in their third eye. It can be in their splenic center. It can be, but it's not the brain. <laughs> right. Right. That's my whole point of everything. It's not the like... brain. Exactly. I know you and right, you and I are both on the same board. So for me, it's like if I get quiet enough, I put my hand on my heart. I can usually get drop from my brain down into my heart and hear what God's trying to tell me. Love that. Thank you. And for our next session, I'm going to, I want to warn you because, and I, I'd like everybody else to start thinking about this. I just did a blog post about this where my kids and I were talking about with our other uh, kids, um, just a lot of um, adopted guys around us. What is your description of a happy family? And so we can talk about that next time, but I think it's a really important question, especially when people don't have um blood family around them. Um, I don't see that blood family has to be the answer. And so would love to get in that into that with you. And um, the, your question or your answer that, yeah, where do you find God and that it can be in different places. I've heard some incredible answers through some podcasts through the last year. And I really like that. I feel, I feel it in my, I feel God in my gut, but sometimes because i work with people, you know, I touch people, there's, I've seen just some incredible things and in that it, it's just interesting, the word God for some people and where they can find that power in their body, that calming, that, that voice. And it's, um, I just think it's so really cool that you're saying that you can feel God in your heart. So thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. And I love that you feel it in your gut and it's all coming back into integrating our bodies, which you have taught 
me so much about Ruth and integrating that wisdom together and telling a different story, like what the true story is so that we can, everything can align together is really yes. powerful. And so we can maybe not just be advocates for our body, but we become champions of our purpose and our dreams. Oh, I love that. I might have to steal that from you <laughs> I, because for sure champions in, in the, the context of my life has been very important. And I think that finding to be the champion of your own body is what I'm after because we have so much untapped potential that we're not really recognizing as a, as a me, as a, as a person and as a culture, I see that. And then as a world, I see that we're kind of hiding, not kind of, we're hiding. We are. Yes. And, you know, and I just can't, I can't wait to have, Hey, like, look at your own power. Like you're really, really amazing. And let's, let's pull that out. I love your word, tease it out. And because it's, that's less aggressive and less um, intimidating, I think, for someone who's scared of their own power like me. And so I can, I can hear the word tease and yes. accept it, you know, and it doesn't, yes. it doesn't get stuck in my throat, but that's what I'm after too. And there's so many champions out there and we just need to help them see that as you help me see that in myself. And, and I want to help others see that in themselves. And then I just, we all need a village and um, I'm here to love uh, as much as I can. I think everybody deserves a second chance. And um, yeah, I was taught to, to love all. And that's definitely what I'm trying to, you know, pass on. And like, if anybody who's listening isn't on my, on my newsletter list, we have a weekly newsletter called in touch with kindness that we send out a kindness challenge every week, because if there was more kindness in the world, you know, what, what I can imagine in the world with more kindness. And I, I would like other people to imagine the world with more kindness made from them first and then kindness back. 100%. So Stephanie, thank you so much. This is so fun. I, I could go on I for know. hours and I know we have to limit it for a little bit, but um, I am going to get you on here again and have another conversation. We have so many things that we could unpack and just so juicy and fun, but I want to thank you for being here today. And I do appreciate your time and your energy and just your love of the world. So thank you very much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And I am so excited to have had a chance to chat with you and to come back another time. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this great interview with Stephanie Zong. All of her information is in the show notes today. If you have any questions, you can always text or email me and I will get back to you, Ruth at RuthCummings.com. And you can also get a hold of Stephanie at Stephanie at StephanieZong.com. Thank you and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Your Body Advocate with Ruth Cummings. We're so glad you've joined us today and truly believe you can live a pain-free, passion-filled life. To connect with Ruth, work with Ruth, or to grab your free ebook, go to ruthcummings.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Until next time, friends, be open, include the unincluded, think outside the box, and spread love and kindness one smile at a time.